This is HSBC Global Viewpoint, your window into the thinking, trends and issues shaping global banking and markets. Join us as we hear from industry leaders and HSBC experts on the latest insights and opportunities for your business. A heads up to our listeners that this episode is being recorded remotely, therefore the sound quality may vary. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the latest in our DigiTalks podcast series. We are featuring a variety of different topics and market developments that are currently trending in the digital world. We now explore global digital regulation, looking at Germany as an example, of policy being put into practice. Introducing the topic is HSBC Security Services, Senior Product Manager for Global Trustee and Fiduciary Services, Vary Sandeman. Vary, over to you. Thank you, Gabriella. In our last digital podcast, we discussed the topic of stable coins and the emerging regulations around them, comparing them to central bank digital currencies. We're aware that the regulatory perimeter around cryptocurrencies and digitalization or tokenization has been developing with increased pace. We have regulations such as the EU's MICA, the Markets in Crypto Assets Regulation, coming onto the horizon likely from 2023-24, and similarly proposed regulation in Asia, for example in Hong Kong, where they are currently consulting on crypto assets and stablecoin legislation. It is interesting to look and learn from countries that have been forging ahead with crypto regulation in order to gain insight as to how other regulators may similarly respond, how draft regulation may accordingly develop, and to imagine how digital regulation might work in practice. One such country that has prioritized crypto asset regulation since early 2020 is Germany. I'm delighted to be joined today by a specialist in digital regulation in Germany and to chat about what has been the experience to date. I welcome my colleague, Nikolai Neske, Senior Product Manager at HSBC Security Services Germany. Nico, as I mentioned in my introductory comments, we've seen proposals such as MICA, which will introduce a harmonized EU-wide regulatory framework for crypto assets, probably in 2023-24. Germany seems to be progressing well ahead of this timeline in terms of regulating digital assets and the custody of these instruments. Yes, that's right, Wawi. New regulation for digital asset custodians and exchanges contained in the Anti-Money Laundering Act, the Geldwäschegesetz, or GVG, came into force in Germany in January 2020. This covered cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin and Ethereum and also security tokens. Providing safekeeping of digital assets through storing or administering cryptographic values or private keys was incorporated into the German Banking Act, the Kreditwesengesetz, or KWG, as a financial service. Institutions offering this service are required to notify the supervisory authority BaFin and be licensed by them. Cryptocurrencies are classified by BaFin as financial instruments. Therefore, any companies involved in commercial trading or providing brokerage generally require a respective license from BaFin. All exchanges and wallet providers which service the German market even if they are not based in the country, so for example, ones with a German language website, are also required to be licensed by BaFin. Thank you, Nico. 
We certainly see some strong investor safeguards already in place then in relation to digital assets in Germany. And there seem to be similarities of approach to the Hong Kong SFC's licensing regime for virtual asset service providers, which was brought in in November 2019, and to the licensing requirements that will form part of MICA. MICA will bring the benefit of an EU passport for licensed crypto asset service providers meeting the requirements. Nico, could you also explain, please, what further changes relating to investment funds being permitted to hold cryptocurrencies were brought in with the Fund Jurisdiction Act or the Fund Domicile or Location Act, as it's sometimes translated as? And have Germany seen any market interest in this since then? Of course, the Fund Jurisdiction Act, the Fonds Standortgesetz, brought in amendments to several financial laws many of which were to the Capital Investment Code, the Kapitalanlagegesetzbuch, with the aim of strengthening Germany as a fund jurisdiction. One of these amendments was to permit open-ended special funds to acquire cryptocurrencies up to 20% of the fund snuff from 2nd August 2021. Before making use of this limit, beyond, of course, ensuring that the fund objective and documents permit it, a licensed digital asset custodian would need to be in place for the fund. In terms of market interest, we still see room for expansion, but we suspect that this will develop. Thanks, Nico. That's very interesting. And looking elsewhere, we have also seen the likes of the CSSF in Luxembourg updating their fund's guidance in January 22. This clarified that where investment strategies and risk profiles are in line, Alternative investment funds marketed to professional investors may have direct investment in cryptocurrencies, providing appropriate authorizations are in place. Notwithstanding these developments, I think it's true to say that regulators are still taking a cautious approach, in particular as regards retail investors, given the historic price volatility of cryptocurrencies. Now, Nico. I want to move on to another area of financial services digital innovation, the use of distributed ledger technology, DLT, where blockchain technology may be used. Could you tell us about the Electronic Securities Act, which came into effect in June 2021, and what it sought to achieve? Yes. In Germany, this is the Gesetz zur Einführung von elektronischen Wertpapieren, or EWPG. The purpose of this is to create equivalence in rights and obligations of electronic securities with those securities in paper form, which was previously required in Germany. The law introduces two types of electronic securities, the first being crypto securities, which would be recorded in a crypto securities registry, the operation of which would have to be authorized by a supervisory authority. Especially with this type, DLT can also be considered a qualifying register allowing new technologies to be adopted. And the second is electronic securities in a strict sense of the term, which would be assigned to new owners in central registries by an authorized central securities depository. The act also provides for the issuance of bonds in electronic form, although the issuance of company shares, stock or real estate will not be initially covered. Electronic securities are to be treated as to objects under German property law, and the Act also contains regulations relating to the transfer of ownership of electronic securities. 
Nico, thank you. It is interesting to compare the approach so far taken in Germany with how the tokenization of financial instruments is evolving globally. You described what could perhaps be characterized as a tailor-made regulation for tokenization, while other regulators are looking to define some tokenized assets within existing securities regulatory frameworks. For example, in the EU, some digital assets are expected to be defined as financial instruments within the scope of MIFID II, rather than MICA. The UK, Hong Kong and Singapore have a similar approach to consider the structure and classification of the token and, where appropriate, capture within existing securities legislative frameworks. Nico, we talked about funds holding crypto assets, but what if the fund itself wants to issue its units in digital form? How does the EWPG relate to the regulation on crypto fund shares that was issued as a consultation in August 2021? In Germany, the Verordnung über Kryptofondsanteile proposes that investment funds are permitted to issue electronic securities in the form of crypto fund shares with the depository responsible for the crypto securities register. Effectively, this winds up the provisions of the Electronic Securities Act to investment fund shares. Industry comments on the draft ordinance were due in October 2021. This is another measure intended to promote Germany as a fund location. Yes, many regulators do seem to agree on the benefits that tokenization of funds and the use of DLT can bring. For example, transferability, operational efficiency, cost savings and data integrity. Again, many regulators would treat these as security tokens within existing frameworks. But like in the UK, this remains under review as this is a newly developing area. Nico, this has been a fascinating chat and thank you so much for joining me today and for explaining some of the significant crypto and digital regulatory developments in Germany. It has given us a really valuable insight into how a major global regulator is responding to these industry developments. We will, of course, continue to monitor these regulations unfolding globally and to inform clients of key developments as they emerge. If clients have any questions on this, please do follow up with your client services manager. Gabriella, back to you, thanks. Thanks so much, Nico and Vary. Again, as you can see, crypto, digital assets, all this stuff is super hot. Um, and we continue to report and podcast on it. So again, this was very interesting for me as well. I'm, I'm covering this um, with different teams at HSBC. Um, to everyone, I would like to thank you for listening to this edition in our series of the DigiTalks podcasts. We hope that you enjoyed learning more about the global digital regulation and practice through the lens of Germany. Stay tuned for more from our podcasts as we explore more trends in the coming weeks. Thanks so much and goodbye. Thank you for listening today. This has been HSBC Global Viewpoint, Banking and Markets. For more information about anything you've heard in this podcast or to learn about HSBC's global services and offerings, please visit gbm.hsbc.com.